Hello, friends, and welcome to the co-op show. I'm one of your hosts, Brits. And I'm Jason. And now is when we would normally insert a catchy phrase. And so you have the catchphrase. Today we're talking about our time barking up the wrong tree in fogs. <laughs> that was my one off the off the cuff. And see, and the reason I didn't like that one is because I feel like barking up the wrong tree it indicates a game where shit's like deep and dark and like, oh, you barked up the wrong tree, bitch. You know. The thing is, is barking is probably the best part of this game. It is. Um, <laughs> so. The one I came up with, which is not any better, is today we're talking about our time pretending we're a two-headed doggo with one noodly body in fogs. Fair enough. A little more to the point, I'd say. A yeah. Little, little less uh, vague. <laughs> yeah, we uh, may or may not have forgotten about the catchphrase, but we at least we, we delivered two. None of them are great, but at least you have two to choose from. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we're talking about a game called Fogs, which is spelled P-H-O-G-S. But first, some keeping of the house variety. I know we sound like a broken record, but if you have just a minute or two to, dis- to subscribe and rate our podcast, we would like 100% appreciate it. Oh yeah. I mean that we're, we're not monetizing or anything. So that's literally the, the best way to help us out. If you like the show, cause it gets the show up in the ratings and the algorithms and people can find it. Yep. Just helps other people find us and get the numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I shouldn't have ate that banana before the show. Now I'm all flummy. No a, wonder no a one banana? subscribes. Yeah. No one, no wonder no one subscribes. No one wants to, to listen to show. a flimmy. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but we also have some other pretty exciting news. Hey, Demers. Yeah. You knocked me the F up. What? How does that happen? What does it mean? What? Uh, yeah, I, friends, am nine months pregnant, um, and it's been a secret that- Yeah, you are. I know, it's very, <laughs> you know, you have to look at me every day, waddling around the house, complaining of my heartburn and, like, swollen feet. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we've been keeping it a secret, obviously, um, just for, you know, like, personal reasons, but uh, it's out there in the open now, which is great, because that means I don't have to hide my- belly anymore and it means all this time i've been eyeing that whiskey you've been drinking <laughs> in such jealousy and You're envy. Eyeing it right now friends listeners find yourself a man or a woman who looks at you the way Brittany looks at my whiskey oh it looks so golden and delicious you have not had a drink in you know nine months since or something they found like out that. in september yeah. yeah yeah so you uh you know, yeah. you're eyeing that whiskey. I've smelled it. I've, like, walked by bottles before and, like, opened up the bottle and, like, took taken a big whiff. And it makes me feel good. <sighs> oh, fuck you. Just like that? <laughs> <laughs> you're such a jerk. Um, but we've gotten a few questions from listeners wondering, what does this mean for the show? Well, if you've uh, listened to my other show, What's Good Games, you know that show is going on a temporary hiatus from July, June, July, and August. But because Jason and I live together... And, you know, we can coordinate our schedules together. We're going to do our very best to make sure that we stick to a weekly schedule. Of course, that might change. I've heard little humans are hard to raise (laughs) and can be very demanding. Yeah. So um, if we miss a show here or there, please uh, forgive us and know that we the time is going to raising the, the third co-op partner for the co-op show. You could really use him for Outriders really right could. Or like Destiny for strikes and shit. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's what's in store for us is, again, we're going to try to stick to the schedule, but we might miss a show or two. My due date isn't until May or so, like mid-May, but who knows? Who knows what this little dude's uh, itinerary is? So back to Fogs. 
Bogues. Bogues. So this game released on December 3rd, 2020. It is a co-op puzzle platformer rated E for everyone. Developed by Bitloom Games. Published by CoatSync. Available for all of the platforms. Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Steam, and Stadia. It supports local and online co-op for up to two players, but you can play this game by yourself. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. All right. It is available on Game Pass, which is fantastic. Another win for Game Pass. Yes. Or you can buy it for $24.99. The more I see the games that are on Game Pass, the more I just love Game Pass. Like, it's such a good feeling. Sorry, this is not a promotion. No, no, I'm we are happy not being paid for to say. I'm happy this. you're talking right now because another downside friends of having kids is that they take all of your lung space. <laughs> so so you're I'm, like, out of I'm breath. like off the mic trying to catch my breath <laughs> right like, now. <gasps> <gasps> Keep talking. <laughs> no, I mean we're not being paid by anybody at all, frankly. But um, but especially not Microsoft to say that Game Pass is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, I another love it. win for. I feel like uh, you know most of our games that we've been talking about lately are available on game pass yep but anyway like getting free shit <laughs> how it feels anyway it, it, yeah it's not free but it feels free we pay what like 10 or 15 bucks a month something mm -hmm. like that and then you just play as much free shit as you want after that yeah there it's you a go good deal. until they take it off the store and then you cry well then you cry yeah. um speaking of fogs again there is a demo available on steam xbox and switch I love that all these games we've been talking about lately have demos. I think they're so important. We talked about Balan Wonderworld, but I believe Square actually just took that demo off the market. No! Which is really bad. Why? Well, because, I know why. Well, we know why. <laughs> because it's all you need to play. It's all you need. Is the demo, and then you've uh, got enough of the game. Yeah, and I mean, we just talked about Outriders. Now we're talking about Fogs, but yeah, man, Balan Wonderworld, please keep that demo up. I know they're not going to, but... <sighs> you mean put it back up? Yeah, sorry, put it back up. Yeah. Because, yeah. like... Yo, false yeah. advertising. Anyway, I digress. Um, Fox is, has a very positive rating on Steam, and Metacritic has it in the high sevens and low eights. So it's doing pretty darn good. Hmm. Okay. All okay. right. All right. All right. <laughs> Would you like to guess what the plot is of Fox? <sighs> you are. All right. So in Fox, <laughs> you, you play as a two-headed dog called Red and Blue. It's like Pokemon. Set off on a puzzle-filled adventure, Red and Blue are an adorable two-headed doggo linked by a stretchy belly. On your adventure together, you will visit three different worlds, food, sleep, and play. You'll stretch, bark, and bite, and bounce through puzzles with lots of fogs fun along the way. Sounds about right. So how would you describe Red and Blue? Um, the dog. Well, you... you I mean, anybody who was who grew up in the one fine day when a wolf met a purr, yep. a baby was born, cat and a dog, yes, cat dog. So that's exactly <laughs> what came to mind when I first saw this this thing. And um, it essentially looks like a long intestine or turd. Sure. And either end There's of no it, legs or appendages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either end of it is a cute dog face. Um, it's like a snake that on both ends has a head. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way. I like that. It's like a fat snake, though. It's not like a skinny snake. No. <laughs> it's very wobbly. Um, I first played Fogs actually at PAX East 2018. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. And we played with one controller because for some reason there weren't two controllers available at the booth Wait, setup. so you each like held half of a controller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I held like the right side of the controller and she held like the left side. God, this is like <clears throat> definitely pre-COVID era, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I know. Isn't it just funny the things we used to do and not think twice about it? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, 
but that also lends itself to the fact that you can play this game by yourself. So you would use the left analog stick to move the left side of the dog, or the right, the right to move the right side, the bumpers and triggers accordingly as well. Is okay. I, this is one of those games where I just can't imagine playing it on your own and getting much enjoyment out of it. I feel like, the, like the enjoyment of this game is its like stupidness <laughs> that where where you can just sort of laugh at the ridiculousness happening to your character. Yeah, it's really it's a really silly lighthearted game. Yeah. Um and I would say to go along with that, visually this game is very colorful. It has almost this pastel-y palette. Yeah. And I guess the best way I can describe how it looks other than that is it just looks soft. Like yeah. there's not a lot of hard textures in there. It's just kind of pleasing to look at and you're like, "Oh." Yeah. It's very mild. It's very mild. My mom was actually over today when we were playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and oh my God. Uh, This is embarrassing. And she kind of, like, glanced over, and she's like, oh, you guys are playing a game for children. <laughs> and we were like, uh, wait, I don't think so. And then we were, we're like, we started seeing the game in a completely <laughs> different way after that, and we were like, oh, my God. And the <laughs> this worst game. part is that we were on the struggle bus with some of these puzzles. We were, like, yelling at each other and calling each other names. Oh, yeah, and then and your mom was, like, ranking on us. She's for like, oh, it's a children's game. Oh, you guys are learning <laughs> such good skills. Oh, what are you? And then we would fuck something up. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And it oh was Oh, my just, God. It was pretty hardcore. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> she, she kind of tore us a new one. Yeah. But it, uh, it looks, it, it's just very colorful and happy and bright. You know, it is, yeah, and and it, it actually kind of does look like it's made for like she. W your mom estimated, oh, maybe like five to ten year olds. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh shit, whoops, <laughs> she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, but this game definitely is made for kids or adults. I mean, we like to consider ourselves adults, and uh, we the game grew on us as we played it. So it's true, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there are these three worlds and fogs again centered around food, sleep, and play, which is pretty much all dogs care about, which is eating, sleeping, yeah. and playing. Yeah, we have a dog, and, and, and well, pooping should be on there too. Pooping should definitely yeah, be on there. Yeah, but I guess the, having a world surrounded <laughs> by all about pooping when it have gone very well. Um, there are twenty four levels in total. I'd say we've played a little bit over half yeah. of those levels. Yeah. And um, I think for you and I, that's probably enough. You know, I think yeah. we've gotten our fill and that's okay. Sometimes, you know, not all games need to be played to completion. Yeah, we got a few hours or so of, of playing and enjoyment out of this game. And, and it did get, I mean, it has gotten better as it's gone. But with that said, and maybe this is just the Outriders effect, but I just want to get back to playing Outriders. Because yeah. even though we already did a show on Outriders, mm -hmm. we haven't finished the game yet because it's like a 30, 40 hour game. So we're still working through it. Yeah. I just want to go play more of that. Yeah, that's a fun, like, little behind-the-scenes yeah. tidbit about doing a weekly show <laughs> based off of different games is, you know, when you do have a beefy game like Outriders, yep. you know, you have to play shorter, smaller games in the meantime to supplement these weeks where we still really want to play Outriders because yep. we're having so much fun with it. So we're, like, looking through the store it trying to figure out what show, <laughs> what what game are we going to do for this week's show? And we're like, oh, here, this looks cute. It kind of makes me, like worry about when Baldur's Gate comes out. Oh, yeah. And, Those 100, 100 plus hour yeah, games. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know what we're going to... I mean, we, we do have a few games in our hopper that we have played that are pretty short that are like super amazing little hidden gems that we can always pull out of our pocket, yeah. come back to. Kalimba was actually one of those. Mm -hmm. So it was 39 Days to Mars for that matter. And I would say Fogs so. is... Um, Really has really grown on me too, and I would consider it to be one of those little hidden gems. Would you? <laughs> not like not on the same level as like Kalimba or anything like that, but I yeah. think if we weren't so obsessed with Outriders right now, it would be better. You think? Yeah, I mean, look how much it's grown on us since we first started playing. But sure, um, sure. 
going back real quick. So I would say all in all, if you just want to fuck around and not worry about the collectibles, you probably have about seven to eight hours of playtime there. Yeah, in this game. So, sounds about right. So what do you do in these levels centered around food, sleep, and play? So your major controls are you can stretch your body. <laughs> you can bite things that essentially like let you hold on to something if you had arms or hands, right? And you can bark. Barking Bark. is the best thing in this game. It is so cute. The barking is, and let me just say, this game is freaking adorable. It is. it is so, it's kind of like a little fever dream. Yeah. Um, not as bad as Balan Wonderworld. And we talked about another game when we were playing this, Watom. Oh, I man. I believe, yeah, it's not as like on that level, but it, there are some moments where you're like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. I feel like even though I haven't had a drink in so long, I feel like I've had a drink. Anyway, <laughs> this game is super cute and uh, it's kind of out there. So you use those skills, stretching, biting, and barking to help propel yourself through these levels. We have to explain, because everyone's wondering right now, why is barking such a good I think you're deal? the one obsessed with barking, but please go oh, on. Oh, you like barking too. Not barking as much as you do. Barking lets you LARP that you're a dog. So every time you pass by, you know, a, a ball or like a person or like, you know, something on wheels that's moving by, you can just bark at it <laughs> by just hitting RB. And it's you can really bark cute. as much as you want. And it's not like a, a real dog bark. It's like this Ow, ow. Like it's, yeah, it's a, like a little yapper. It's a, but it's not an annoying yapper. It's it's just really cute. And it helps actually like put you in the air. Yeah, so it, you can, yeah. it actually does have a little bit of functionality. If, when you bark, especially if you bark like a lot, like if you kind of spam bark, you kind of get this micro mini jump on yeah. your end of, of the dog. And if you guys are both spamming bark, you can actually like kind of jump onto stuff. So you kind of bypass <laughs> some of the physics-based puzzles. Yeah, the, this game is physics-based. I don't know if we yeah. mentioned that. I mean, mostly. Mostly physics-based. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the way it works, because, you know, okay, we should probably talk about this too, duh, is, okay, you have one dog and you have <laughs> two heads. I control blue, Jason controls red. Yeah. Essentially, if we're moving in the same direction, the dogs kind of form like a U shape because they're move their heads are going in the same direction. But if I want to go left and Jason wants to go right and we're pushing on those respective directions on our in our analog sticks, the dogs will kind of like start stretching. Like and, fucking stretch Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and so you have to more or less coordinate what direction you're going to go in. But it, it, it's really natural. I think they did a good job at making yeah. it, it feel intuitive. Like you don't ever have to be like, unless you're trying to do a puzzle where you have to like wiggle your body in a certain direction. And in that case, it can get a little frustrating frustrating because it's not super sticky. The dog is yeah. just constantly wobbling. Like if I'm moving one direction, I'm going to be dragging you with me. And so if you're trying to do Unless something. I stretch and try to like yeah. counter that. So yeah. like if you're trying to do something over here, but I'm trying to do something over here, we might like fuck with each other's like what we're trying to do. And then we have to like talk and coordinate. And there's communication, you know, that comes in because you're like, hey, I need to do this thing. You need yeah. to do that thing. Let's figure out how we're going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So let's talk about one of the worlds that we spent the most time in, which I think from what I was reading is one of the most popular ones, which is called Play World. Ooh. Which which level was this one? Or which level are we talking about? <laughs> so Play World is a world, is one of the worlds. Uh, okay, and so there's like seven or eight there's like, yeah, levels yeah, yeah. within the world. All right, got, eight it, got it. Yeah, there's eight, I think. And you can think of this kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese there was kind of like a Chuck yeah. E. Cheese arcade segment. I like the arcade. Yeah, yeah, where you had arcade machines you could play. There's like the ones where you sit on the the bikes. 
I can't remember what the name of those games were, but you sit on the bikes and then you kind of like, you know, roll oh, through oh, the racing. Yeah, it, you you know, there's like obstacles and we each need to move right or left in order to avoid the obstacles, but yeah. it all has to be in coordination with each other. Yeah, There was bowling. They had a fun game where you had to find like the arcade coins scattered throughout the arcade and yeah. put them in the little machine and that little thing would come and push the coins forward. Yeah. And if you knocked any coins forward, you would get a prize. Um, also in Play World was that beach amusement park where we got to fling stuff. Oh, around. like slingshot stuff? Yeah. You know, I my highlight was, maybe you were going to get to this. Sorry oh, for jumping no, the no, gun, but good. I really like the golf. Oh, the golf one. Yeah. I felt putting pirates, yeah, I believe, putting was that pirates. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was, that's a good point. I forgot so about that one. You can, um, like, slingshot your body to, like, shoot a golf ball uh, down, you know, like a, a little mini golf course. And, yeah, there's, like, obstacles, and you try to get the ball in the hole. And, I, like, I thought that was really fun. That was probably the highlight for me of, of what That was a fun one, too. And that's, again, like, where I think the game really started growing on us again. Yeah. And the point of these levels is you gain stars, which opens this weird dinosaur that you hop into its mouth and then it swallows you and transports you to the next segment. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's, it's pretty weird. It's kind of fever dreamy. Um, but it's just really simple and cute. And then you unlock new levels and then you can go through that and rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah, I mean, the, it's it's basically just... Hmm. It's just like a, a series of little mini stages, courses, themes, little mini little themes. themes that yeah. you go through and you have little physics or puzzly based challenges or courses that you got to get through. There's no enemies. Mm -hmm. There's no combat. It's just getting from point A to point B using physics mechanics. Yeah, like there's that they introduce. Sometimes you'll be jumping on giant bongo things. You Oh, do you remember the one where you have like where one of us hooks to the top and the other is like has a claw and you kind of hook and you move yeah, it around. Yeah, like the around. crane game. Like the crane Some game UFO yeah, catcher. Yeah. yeah. There's um puzzles where you'll kind of crawl along along with your mouth, you know, and you'll kind of switch off. Yeah. Um there was an interesting new puzzle mechanic we came across today where your fogs would freeze and you'd have to try to get them in these very specific positions. Like freeze them in the right and position. And they would yeah. freeze. Like literally they'd become popsicles. 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 Ah, I get it. But the problem is because it's so, your body is so wobbling physics based, it was kind of challenging, but that was yeah. the point to get it frozen in the exact position so you could proceed with the game. Yeah. Um, and a few times we may or may not have screwed with the physics of it, like we talked about earlier, by barking. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's okay. Like, this game isn't meant to be taken seriously. No, it's pretty lighthearted, the game. It, it doesn't really care if you kind of, like, not glitch, but if you kind of hack the physics a little bit to get through certain things, it's like, ah, whatever. It's like, whatever. Everything's happy and chill here. Yeah. It's just a really good feel-good It is, game. yeah. Um, but besides the puzzles, and we didn't spend too much time in food world or sleep world, Specifically Sleep World, because that is such a soothing area that I literally made me sleepy. You're like, all right, I need a nap. Like, last <laughs> night we were playing, and I think it was early for us. It was like, what, like 10 something? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I got to go to bed, because it was just so chill, and oh my God. Yep. Um, but besides like the physics-based little puzzles and mini games, you will have some collectibles if you want to find them. There are these gold bones scattered throughout, and it tells you how many are in each level. Usually it's like three or four or something. And you can use those to buy silly hats. Yes, you for can. For your fogs. I have just like some cute little like blue ears or something. I think it's a, isn't it a bow? I think it's, oh, it's a bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bow. Yeah. And you have that weird spinny thing on your head. It's like, you know, those little wind spinners that you, you know. I know you, they have a name, but I don't know. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. But yeah, it's like a hat that has one of those little wind spinners on it. You can it. get strawberries, alarm clocks. You can even put bread on your face. Like there's a lot of cute options there. So the bones as... 
as I understand, they're just solely for cosmetics. Yeah, there's right? little stores um, yeah. in the level, and then you can just so bones are just a collectible that yeah. you can get in the levels. You just kind of you just find them here and there, or you, or if you accomplish something cool, you'll get rewarded with a bone, and then yeah, you can spend your bones on cosmetics. Yeah, it's really cute. Yep. And then there's these other things which <laughs> I thought these other collectibles. I thought they were called boingles, which is like a beavs and butthead thing. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out they're called boingles. Boingle. So I was close. Fair I was enough. like, boing, boing. Anyway, um, there are these little blue dudes that look like minions, but they're blue, and they come and live with you on your on your little hub world. Like, oh, really? Name. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. And like, there's just other cute stuff in here, too. Like, I, little fun things you can do. Like, I guess in the food world, there's farmers that will pet you when you, like, go under them. There's all the food you can eat, but if you eat too much food, you, your little fogs will get too fat. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's just a really cute feel-good game, and the more, like... I think about it and talk about it. I think this is a really great game for those maybe with a child or someone who isn't super used to playing like games that require a lot of intricate control mechanics. True. But with that said, this does require quite a bit of coordination. Um, you think so? The controls are simple. You're only moving, you're only using a joystick or, and you're using a grab. Yeah. Well, and then there is the stretch if you hold down trigger, but, but there, there is a, what what it requires is communication and coordination, I think, because you and I had to be like, all right, who's going to go there and do that thing? Who's going to go here and do that thing? Mm-hmm. And then it does require some coordination to like actually do the thing. Yeah. You got to th- weave through stuff and. Sure. That's a good point. I think most of this game is relatively easy uh-huh. and straightforward. I think the more you play, the more difficult some of the puzzles will get. Sure. Yeah. I'm thinking about the last puzzle we did in play world where it was like, a mishmash of a whole bunch of different things, but it, it did get kind of complicated. Not because it was hard, but because the wobbly body of these fogs are just yeah. really hard to kind of like keep in line. Yeah. But um, again, like it's on Game Pass if you have Game Pass. And I think just at least the first several levels, if anything, will be really fun to play with someone who just isn't super like used to controllers. Yeah, I, I totally agree. This is an easy... Pick up, hey, let's let's do a silly little fun thing, and yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of fun laughs with it. We did. And it really, like I said, it really grew on us, and it, uh, again, I think a lot of that's just because we really are digging Outriders right now, and we're just keep thinking about it, and it's such a vastly different game. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it maybe we would have played this longer if not if outriders wasn't sitting there beckoning us because we're we're like waving its fine ass in our faces oh yeah it's it's just tempting us and we can't resist (laughs) gotta get to world tier 15 man yeah we're almost there Uh, anyway fox um but yeah like that's what i would say i would say if it sounds fun and interesting and you're looking for something upbeat chill low stress no enemies no combat bright colorful happy adorable like i think this game fits all of those and ticks all of those boxes yeah, I totally agree. And for us, even though we, we didn't finish the game, we probably got about halfway through it, which was good for probably a few hours of entertainment. And I enjoyed those few hours. You know, they, they were fun. I think this is uh, uh, th- this is definitely worth a try, especially for if you have sure. Game Pass. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just really cute. And, yeah, you got to support those indie devs. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think we have covered everything. Can you think of anything else I'm missing? Well, I didn't. I didn't get to do my my uh, mashup or my orgy oh of games. Here so we go. I'm just I'm just gonna try and spitball it here. I feel like this game is a mashup of like struggling put together with human fall flat. Huh. What do you think? 
Yeah. 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 I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with it in my head. And yeah, like I feel like that's yeah. an okay comparison. Okay. Because I feel like struggling is much more. That was another freaking hilarious. Yeah. Physic. Oh my God. That yeah. game. Um, I'm trying to keep it to games that we've, uh, yeah, yeah, talked about on that the we've talked show. about on the show. Yeah. 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 I think I'd say that's a pretty good mashup. Like if you like played those two games, you'll probably like this one. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of differences, but I mean, that's the best I can come up that with. That was a good orgy. All right. Uh, it was, you know, I'll, I'll let, I'll let that one. Is go. it an orgy if there's only two participants or do you need at least three? struggling is two. You got Troy and then. Well, I, I mean, I meant, oh, wait. Ooh, oh, oh, you're, you're going, you're going into characters. See, I was looking at IP as oh. like the, the IP of struggling is a, is one unit, and then the IP of human fall flat is a is a second what's unit. What's Troy's other? What's the other guy's name? Oh, fuck! What is that dude's name? Achilles. Ach- no, Troy no, no, and no, Achilles. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Achilles and Hector. Hector. No, that's not it. Uh. Anyway, we're getting way off track. All right, here. yeah, we're getting way off track. Oh, what is his name? I just oh. want to know what constitutes an orgy now. I mean, oh, my important. God. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Co-op Show. <laughs> Derailed. We appreciate your eyeball. Well, I would say your eyeballs, but you're not watching us. But we appreciate your ear holes, and we appreciate those reviews if you are so inclined to leave one of them. But thank you all so, so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Later. Bye.